It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Hey everybody, welcome to Shark Snapshot. Hey, tonight the San Jose Sharks are back home after a one game road trip where they take on the Colorado Avalanche. They lost that game three to one, but until the last four minutes of that game, Sharks were in the game, the game was tied at one, and of course then Colorado took the lead and one goal was basically an empty netter at the end of the game. The negative thing about that game, Sharks only had 11 shots uh, on net in that game. That was probably the lowest Sharks had so far this season. And Sharks continued to struggle scoring goals. Average goals, four or two goals per game. Where tonight they're taking on the Detroit Red Wings who are currently scoring about three and a half goals per game. Now both teams are struggling this season. Detroit Red Wings are currently fifth in the Atlantic Division with 38 points while the San Jose Sharks are at the bottom of the league, at the bottom of the Pacific Division with just 21 points. Now the Sharks have lost eight games in a row. That's the second longest losing streak this season. And now it's getting again into the scary territories as the Sharks had started off the season with an 11-game losing streak. But tonight they have a good shot to win at home. They're back at home. It's the first game of the 2024 at home. Plenty of fans here to cheer the team on. Now, interesting thing about the Detroit Red Wings, in the Sharks, the point leader is Mario Ferraro, who has four points in his last five games. But um, Tomas Hurdle has two goals in his last two games. But on the other side, um, Patrick Kane has four goals in his last five games. And DeBrinkert has 10 assists, I'm sorry, eight assists and 10 points. So they're really on fire. That second line for Detroit Red Wings, Sharks gonna have to handle that well. And most likely Mario Ferrara's line, if he's in tonight, is gonna be lined up with them. And as far as the lineup for the Sharks tonight, on the top line with Tomas Hurdle is William Eklund and uh, with Anthony Declare. On the second line is Mike Hoffman with Mikhail Granlund with Fabian Zetterland. And on the third line is Lou Cunning with Jake uh, Studnika and Alexander Barabanov. On the fourth line is Justin Bailey with Ryan Carpenter and Philip Zadina. In the defense with Mario Ferraro is Ty Emerson. Emerson had missed quite a few games this season, but he's back. He was back in the last game as well. And with Henry Thrun is Jan Ruta. And with Kalen Edison is Kyle Burrows. In the net today is Kapo Kakinen. He had a pretty solid game um, against the uh, Colorado. So he's getting another shot in the net today. It's going to be an exciting matchup. Let's go listen to the fans and see what they think. So what do you think about the Sharks' chances uh, for a win today? I think uh, their chance are, chances are very high. I think that they have it in them today to win. Yeah, so. they need Let's a redemption. So, so what, what do you think? 
I think it's going to be a great win today to start off the new year to uh, turn this around. I think the Sharks can uh, get a good winning streak starting with a win tonight. Absolutely. They're back home to start off the new year, right? They got to put one together here. Yeah, I think it's going to help that they're finally at home for once. Um, they beat the Red Wings once, so hopefully, you know, it's a good game. And we won the last game against them, and hopefully we can uh, sweep the series. Yeah, hopefully. Hey, do you guys have any favorite player? Um, yeah. Um, Erk, I think his name is Erk. What's it? Hurdle. Yeah, Hurdle. Hurdle. They're all my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely love Hurdle, love his energy, love his positivity. It hasn't been the best of seasons for the Sharks, but we got the best fans in the world and we're going to come up with a win tonight. Hurdle. And uh, any prediction for the score tonight? 3-1. Um, it's going to be 3-1 uh, Sharks. 4-1 Sharks. 4-1. <laughs> what those free taco, right? <laughs> Go, Go Sharks! Sharks! So what do you think about the matchup uh, I think it'll be a good game. I think the Red Wings are out for blood after the Sharks came back in Detroit a couple weeks ago and, and came back and got the win. Yeah, well, the Sharks have won, I guess, their first matchup. So uh, today is the last and final matchup of the season. But Detroit has been struggling as well, three games in the last ten, but a little bit better than the Sharks. So what do you think with that the score might be today? Uh, I say Wings probably 5-2. What do you expect from Patrick Kane and uh, to bring it tonight? Uh, probably a goal apiece and assist apiece. So what do you think about the matchup for Detroit? Oh, we're going to kill them. Sharks dead. So you have any favorite player in the team? Uh, my favorite player has got to be Moritz Cider. Cider and donuts for the win. Well, you know, it's the second and the final matchup between these two teams. I think Sharks are at home. They're going to have a lot of jump tonight. And uh, I think they might win today. Don't think so. We made our mistake one time underestimating you guys. We're not doing it again. So um, what do you think how the Detroit season is turning out so far? We're, this game right here is going to be our turning point, and we're coming back strong. Go Wings! So what do you think about the matchup for the Sharks against the Red Wings? Pretty even matchup. I mean, they're, it, it's a winnable game for them. Been on a bit of a slide lately, but they can definitely win this one, I think. Uh, yeah, Detroit hasn't been doing all that well. I mean, they're better than the Sharks. But nonetheless, Sharks could have a bounce-back game, right? They lost eight in a row. They got to do something here tonight. Not an unbeatable team. I think it could happen right here tonight. And what do you thought about the last matchup um, against Colorado? I mean, they got they got one in there at least, but it, it's Colorado, so you can't expect too much at the end of the day. Uh, and they held in there. I mean, until the end, it was a tight game. Exactly, exactly. So what do you think? You think Sharks going to win today? Think Sharks will win today against? Them? Yes, I do think they will win. Do you have any favorite player? Uh, Ferraro. Well, he's he's leading the team in last five games, at least in points and assists. So you think he's gonna get one tonight? I think so. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, uh, what do you think the score might? Um, I'm not sure, but I hope they win. Let's say, uh, so what do you? Let's say three to one Sharks. Three to one. They're gonna keep it at one. Two. Let's say three to one Sharks. Let's say they hold them. Let's say they hold it down today. Go Sharks! So what do you think about the Detroit chances here? I think they're going to do great tonight. I'm really looking forward to this game. I'm super happy we have Patrick Kane in town here. Super looking forward to tonight's game. Uh, what do you think score might be? Detroit's going to blow them out of the water. Yeah. What do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be a 6-0 game. Let's go Wings!
<laughs> so you have any favorite player in the team? I'm from Everybody likes Patrick Henry. Yes. He's going to score tonight? Yes. He scored four goals in the last five games? I so, yeah. So, you know, Sharks are back home. They lost one on the road. They lost eight in a row. They only lost, I guess, one, one in their last ten. Compared to Detroit, three in last ten. I think it's a toss-up game, but the Sharks being at home, they're going to have a, a bounce-back game here tonight. You know, I think they might. They might try to, but after the Wings lost in Detroit last time, I think tonight we're going to come out on fire and we're going to really take over today. Let's go, Wings! Woo! So, what do you think about the matchup today for the Sharks? I think it's pretty good, pretty decent. I'm excited to be here. Old enemies, Red Wings and Sharks. We're going to beat them this time. Any prediction on the score? I think it's probably going to be close, and then we're going to get to the end, and it's going to get super exciting. Go Sharks! Ooh, what do you think about the matchup today for the Sharks? Well, I think we're going to have a really tough contest because the Sharks have uh, been in a major losing streak, but we've shown that, that we can match up against anybody if we can just play a style of game that we're capable of playing. And I've seen it. We, we got a few wins out of the season when we were basically flatlining. And uh, we're, we're near the level of life support, though. We just have to play up to our capabilities, and I know we can do that. And Detroit is a team that we've had success against in this building. Uh, we've had some failures, but we've had some overwhelming success here, so I never worry about it. And it's great to be opposing an original six team. You can tie into that. The fan base from Detroit, obviously, they're they're into it. But uh, we're looking for two points tonight. Do you expect a bounce back game here today for the Sharks? Uh, I'm hoping for that. Yes. I mean, there's we have all the all the pieces we need to bounce back and make it happen. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, playing for 60 minutes. It's not just shift to shift. It's it's extending it out through the entire 60 minutes. And if we can do that then uh, it's going to be a good hockey game. Well, the fans are always excited when an original six team is in town. A lot of Detroit Red Wing fans are looking at this as a bounce back game for them since they have only won three of their last ten as well. Well, the first period started off fairly even, but just about five minutes into the game, Addison took a tripping penalty and on the ensuing power play for the Detroit Red Wings, Sharks were playing really well and pretty much killed off the penalty until just the last few seconds left in the penalty. And that's when uh, Daniel Sprung got the pass inside of the right circle and he took a hard slap shot that beat Capo through the five hole and made it 1-0 Red Wings. As this Red Wing power play has 15 seconds remaining, Perron gets it. Over to Gostas Bear. Now in the slaughter shot, they score. And it is Daniel Sprong. That's a power play goal, and the Red Wings take the lead. While the Sharks continue to hang in there, they continue to play strong for the rest of the period. And with just about three minutes left in the first period, Fabian Zetterland took a wrist shot from the inside of the left circle. The Detroit goalie made the initial save, but puck was sort of trickling towards that goal line in the net. And that's when Andrew Cobb, the center for Red Wings, got the puck 
and sort of shoved it back under the goalie. But as the goalie moved the skate, he kicked it back into the goal, and which gave the Sharks their first goal of the night. And that's how the first period ended, tied at one. But San Jose Sharks outshot the Wings 11-8. to Lion a save, headed toward the goal line, it's in! But no indication from the referee. The puck crossed the line, but he did not point to it. Well, Zetterlin's pretty sure he's celebrating like that puck was in the Turnover back. to Hoffman, fans, back for Granlin, he doesn't fan. Lion a save, headed toward the goal line, it's in! But no indication from the referee. Well, the Sharks started the second period uh, being a, a bit sluggish, and it came back to bite them just six minutes into that second period. JT Comfort just took this innocent shot from top of the right circle, and that went through Kapo's uh, five-hole into the Sharks' net. It seemed like Kapo was trying to glove that puck, but it just kind of caught the edge of his glove and went through the five-hole into the Sharks' net, giving Detroit the lead back. 2-1 Detroit. Another situation, Trunger's got to communicate there to Rudy. He's wide open behind the net. Now the puck turns over. Comfort. He'll test Kakinen and score. Oh, Kapo Kakinen just wasn't set for that. He might have been screened. And JT Comfort finds a hole. Well, the Sharks continue to build pressure and they continue to get better and better as the second period went on. And in the final minute of that second period, Mario Ferrara took a hard slap shot for near the left blue line and Justin Bailey made it to front of the net just in time to deflect that shot into the net and tie the game at two. And that's how the second period ended. Now Zadina skates it out of the corner. Keeps it on the boards for Bailey. The spare was there, but now Ferraro. He'll send it ahead. They score! Justin Bailey with the deflection, and the Sharks tie it up. Keeps it on the boards for Bailey. The spare was there, but now Ferraro. He'll send it ahead. They score! Justin Bailey with the deflection, and the Sharks tie it up. Well, the Sharks started off the third period being tied at two, and they continued to build pressure throughout that third period. But about halfway in that third period, Alexander Barabanov skated the puck down the right side from the neutral zone all the way to the goal line, and then he hit a break, turned around, came back to the center of the right circle, and wristed the shot to the far side, making it 3-2 Sharks. Trying to get by Gostas Bear, and he does. Barabanov hits the brakes, fires, scores! Barabanov hits the brakes, fires, scores! Well, on the very next shift after that goal, Jan Ruta got a holding penalty and on the power play, David Prawn was in the center of that left circle and he unloaded a one-timer bomb to the short side, tying the game at three. Now Raymond in, flicks it on the wing to Sprong. Sprong to Perron, and he scores on the one-timer. And it's 3-3. 
Well, that lead only lasted about a minute and a half. Now with the game tied at three, with the final couple of minutes, David Prawn took another shot from the right side that would have gone through the crease, but it bounced off the skate of Kyle Burroughs into the Sharks' net, making it 4-3 Detroit. Now here's Lucas Raymond. He'll cut, go to the far side. Perron back in front, they score! Dylan Larkin as he falls to the ice. And before it was all over, Michael Rasmussen scored an empty netter goal, making it final score 5-3 Detroit. With the empty net, he'll put it away. Well, Kapo Kokkinen seemed pretty solid in the net today, except that second goal that just kind of bounced off of his glove and threw his five hole. We've got to be a little frustrating here, back-to-back -back games in the last three, four minutes. You know, you guys tied till the end and then just come up short. Yeah, it's frustrating. Obviously, uh, you want to you wanna win those games. You, we give, us, give ourselves a chance a uh, um, couple of games in a row now, and obviously uh, couldn't get the job done. So, uh, yeah, it's frustrating. How much does this one in particular hurt? You guys played uh, so well, especially in the first period, but really throughout the whole game. Um, hurts just as any other loss. I think I don't I don't know. I mean, yeah, we 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 did some good things. Obviously, we um, they score, we we get one back, they we get a lead. Um, but uh, yeah, at the end of the day, obviously, uh, uh, it comes down to a couple of plays, and and yeah, couldn't get the job done. So frustrating. Did you guys feel like you know, despite the loss, there was a bit of an uptick in play this game throughout? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't really focusing on uh, much more than, than, than what I'm supposed to do. So I, I guess we were look at video and for sure um, there was good things, like I said. So um, you could ask uh, coach about that. Was the one that went off your glove and, and was that the one you just didn't see well? Uh, the, the second one? The second goal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, yeah, a weird shot, kind of a floater. Uh, dropped a little bit. Obviously, want to have that. But, uh, but yeah, kind of sneaky play shooting off of. Uh, those guys back, but uh, yeah, like I said, I want to have the back. Fabian Zetterlin scored his fifth goal of the season, and he opened up the scoring for the Sharks tonight. Fabian, I just uh, asked a couple the same question, but uh, tonight a game that seemed like you guys played very well. So how much does this hurt a little worse than the other ones? Yeah, I mean for sure. Uh, uh, we battle out there. Uh, we do a good game, but still. Uh, we're going to uh, take away their, their chances at the end there and, uh, yeah, don't give up that. Did you feel like there was an uptick in play as cap the same thing, but from a forward's perspective, you guys seem to be generating a lot more chances in the middle of the ice. I know it's something that coaches talk to you guys about. Did you feel like there was a, a good emphasis on that today? Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we worked on it uh, yesterday, you know, and, uh, like, uh, we, yeah, we, we did a better job this game and, uh, yeah. What do you guys need to work on on the penalty kill? I know you've taken on that role and another two penalty, uh, another two goals against on while well, the other teams on the power play. What uh, what needs to happen there for you guys to get a little bit better, sharper on the penalty kill? Yeah, I just kind of hold the seam there. Uh, that's that's on me. Uh, yeah, can't happen. How, fr uh, how frustrating is it to do so many things right, but again come up on the wrong end of things? Yeah, I mean, uh, a hockey game is 60 minutes, you know, and uh, yeah, you have to play full 60 to win. Well, William Eklund was clearly frustrated today. He didn't have much to say about the late high-sticking penalty or why the Sharks were falling short late in the third. How do you see the last play develop Yeah, you get it through, and it's 
unfortunate that it gets gets in the back in that you know they get a lot of bounces that we don't get right now, so it's it's tough. You know, is there it looked like you know better effort overall, especially offensively? Fabian said you guys worked on getting to the center of the ice. Would you be able to take some positives from that? Obviously, goal scoring was up a little bit today. Yeah, like it's it's better, obviously, but you know it's it's a tough loss this one. And I think we all can agree on that, and you know we just gotta keep grinding through it and and get out of it. What did you see on the uh, high sticking call there? You know, follow through, but then yeah, what did they say to you? I'm not gonna, even going to comment that, actually. So, yeah. Is this loss extra frustrating right now for you? Yeah. What needs to improve on the power play for you guys to be able to finish? You guys were getting new looks, but just weren't able to finish. Yeah, you know, it's those bounces that I'm talking about. It's we, it's not bouncing away right now, and I think we had a lot of good looks. You know, we got to try to get, get more than that than been able to score. So just got to keep going. In this uh, losing streak, is this the, maybe the most frustrating one because you guys did so many things right and just, again, you know, the result? Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it's tough. It's really tough. And it's, you know, we got to find a way to, to get through it. And uh, everybody here is kind of digging deep, very deep, and, you know, get through it. Well, now here are two back-to-back -back games where in the last four minutes, Sharks were tied. Here's coach David Quinn talking about what's going wrong in those last few minutes of the third. Coach, you guys were able to answer every goal they got, and then you actually took the lead 3-2, then they scored three in a row, including the open goal. How can you explain what happened there? Well, very simple. We uh, fell asleep on the power play goal where they made it 3-2. And then just completely mishandled a simple breakout, gave him the puck in the neutral zone, and they throw it from the corner, goes off a of skating in. That's what happened. And off a, b a bad change, too, on the third, uh, on the fourth goal. Made a bad change, but we had complete control. The change shouldn't have really mattered, and we just gave it to him in the neutral zone. And that's, that's what happened. Sorry, Coach, I didn't mean to cut you off. Is it extra frustrating tonight? Looked like the breakout was really crisp until that moment. Was that something you noticed as well? Yeah, very frustrating because, you know, you're going to play winning hockey. I've said this before, and, you know, it, we just completely, at the wrong time, turn it over, fall asleep on a penalty kill. You know, it's clear as day what our responsibilities are, and we fall asleep. So. It's not quite 60 minutes yet for us. It's certainly a lot better, but I'm tired of being just a better. It just it doesn't matter. You want to win hockey games, and right now we're not. William was clearly uh, frustrated about the high-sticking call. Had no comment on it. Just what you hear. I mean, it was follow-through. I mean, what did the refs tell you? Listen, they called it. They talked about it. They apparently went and looked at it, and that's the call they made. What's, that? What's your message to these guys? I mean, obviously it's nine in a row now. I mean, what are you trying to say to these guys right now? Yeah, I'll have to. I'm not really thinking about that right now. I got to decompress here and just kind of get ready for tomorrow. Is there any extra positive? You know, you and I have asked about the, the getting to the inside of the ice. Fabian said you guys worked on that yesterday in practice. Like there was a good emphasis on that. Could you take a little bit away from that positive? Yeah, I mean, you can take a lot of good things, you know. We outscore them five on five, and our special teams let us down. We give up two two goals on the penalty kill and don't get a power play goal. So 
the end of the day, special teams, you know, five on five, we, like I said, we score three five on five goals, you know, and they get two. Um, four on four, actually, they got a four on four goal. <laughs> and then the five on five goal was off a skate, so from a corner shot. So that's, that's how it goes when you're in the situation we're in. Needs to change on the power play. You guys are actually getting better looks, but just not being able to finish. Just we, we, we've got to be a little bit quicker mentally. We've got to be ready to shoot pucks when we get them in shooting areas. We're not there yet. We've, you know, we're just not crisp enough. You know, and we get some looks, but not enough. If you're gonna have a good power play. You got to be moving around constantly and have a pace and a tempo to it. And we're not. We've, we're inconsistent with it, which is really a microcosm of our game right now. Coach, why do you think these sort of things are happening late in the third lately? I don't know whether the pressure of losing and we get nervous or whatnot, you know, maybe an experience. You know, you look at our blue line and a lot of an experience back there and it's a pressure situation. So, you know, I think that can that can play a factor in it. How much of a challenge is it to get uh, players to kind of stick on uh, script, keep kind of playing the right way when they, you know, play so much the right way tonight, but the result doesn't, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's frustrating, you know, and we're losing for different reasons, it seems, every night, you know, so, you know, in Colorado, we're going to give up a six-on-five goal. You know, tonight it's a four-on-four goal or power play goal. It's off the skate, you know, so, but we'll get out of it. Feel different from the start of the year, like when you guys are going through that that tough stretch at the start of the season. Does it just feel look different now? And that it's look a lot different, right? I mean, a lot of those games we're hanging on, you know, and that's not the case now. What do you think of Capo's performance tonight? He made some good saves. I'm sure there's a couple he'd want to have back, you know. But listen, he's had a hell of a year. Would you say this was Barabona's best game of the season? Yeah, Barbie played well. Well, another tough loss for the Sharks. This extends the losing streak to nine games now. Tonight, the San Jose Sharks led in takeaways 12 to 7, while the Red Wings led in shots 31 to 27, face-off 53% to 47%, hit 16 to 9, block shots 29 to 16, and giveaways 4 to 2. And now for the three stars of the game tonight. The first star is David Perron from the Red Wings. He had two goals and he was plus two today. The second star from the Sharks, Mario Ferraro, who had two assists and he was plus two also. And the third star from the Sharks is Justin Bailey, who had one goal and one shot on the goal. Now, if you happen to be listening to our show on the Sharks Audio Network, you can also check out the full video in the social media. Just search by indtvusa.com. Also, we're starting a new uh, show, an uh, ice hockey show in Hindi every Wednesday on Radio Zindagi, 15.50 a.m. Come listen to that. The show is called Sharks Hockey Hour. Well, we will see you again on Thursday when the San Jose Sharks take on the Winnipeg Jets right here at the SAP Center. Thank you for watching. And for those who are listening on the audio network, thank you for listening. Hey guys, welcome to Hockey 101. In the next two minutes, you're going to know all you want to know or need to know about an NHL team. So for that, let's walk over to the drawing board. 
each NHL team can have 23 players maximum on the roster and they must have 20 players minimum. Often teams will have at least 22 players, one extra forward and one extra defender. How do, where do they get these players? Well, in a ballpark, about third of them are through draft, another third are through free agents, and another third are through trades. That's how they're kind of built up. Now, why 20 minimum? Well, because 20 players are suited up for each game. From those 20 players, there are 12 forwards, six defenders, and two goalies. Now, some teams can go with 11 forwards and seven defenders, depending on their strategy. The 12 forwards make up four offensive lines. Each offensive line has three players. Now, six defenders make up three defensive lines. Each defensive line has two players. And two goalies, there's a backup goalie, and one goalie plays the whole game. He's the only player on ice that plays full 60 minutes of the game. In addition, during the game, there are only five skaters on the ice. There's the forward line, which is the right winger, center, and the left winger, and the right defenseman, and the left defenseman. Well, then why do we need all these other players? Now, a couple of interesting facts. Each player can only play for about 45 seconds to one minute on the ice. Before he's too tired, that gives other team more advantage. So the players are constantly replaced. Now, another interesting thing is NHL is the only professional sport where the players are changed without stopping the game. So it requires a lot of strategy on when and how you make those line changes. Now, in addition to that, there are two referees, one on each side, and the referees call out for penalties, they call out for goals, etc. And there are two linesmen, one on this side and one on this side. And the linesman's job is to watch the lines, hence the term linesman. And they call out for icing, and they also call out for offside. In addition to that, there's of course three coaches. There's the head coach, and there are two assistant coaches. That pretty much comprises everybody that's on the ice during the game. I hope this was very helpful. Thank you for watching. Hey everybody, this is your host or Aap Sabka Dost, Charanabir Mahal from INDTV USA. We are excited to bring you an electrifying Sharks Hockey Hour. Curious about the latest on the hockey front? Well, tune in every Wednesday between 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. exclusively on Radio Zindagi, 1550 AM. Get ready for a thrilling hour of all things hockey. Thanks for watching INDTV USA. Share your comments below, subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Twitter and Facebook.